Hey everyone, and hello to those of you that are back with me for another episode. I truly appreciate it. I'm going to jump right into it. This episode is about peace. Um, And I have to start off by saying it was inspired by uh, one of my favorite quotes, which I did not write. I'm not actually even sure who did write it. Um, But the quote basically is, be the girl who knows that she is responsible for her own peace. Now, of course, we're going to change that to just be the person who knows that they're responsible for their own peace. And what does that mean? Uh, years ago, I would have heard that quote and said, yeah, yeah, I know I'm responsible you know, for my own peace, but I would have, would have had no idea what that meant. Now I have a much better idea what that means because it took a lot of years of um, not conditioning myself, but I would say learning about myself, learning about what I want, Um, especially in a situation of chaos and havoc, um, how I want it to end. Um, So we're going to kind of, you know, we're going to kind of go through that journey, or at least my journey. Um, I would say, again, years ago, I tried to control the peace of my life or a good outcome or what I wanted out of a situation, whether it's a relationship, a work relationship, um, you know, whatever, situation at work, a, a family issue. I try to have a peaceful outcome or which is ultimately what we want um, by influencing or trying to figure out what was going to happen on the other side of me, right? On whether it's the situation or the person kind of be able to, I guess, um, be proactive about, you know, what, what they might do or what they might say or how it might turn out. And I would do certain things um, to try to influence the situation. And basically, I failed every single time, I would say. I can't even remember a time that that worked. Basically, by me saying, okay, this person's going to do this and that. Therefore, you know, I'm going to say this and that because hopefully they'll do, you know, they'll change the way that they're going to do things or what they're going to say. And that never works. Why? Because you really, I mean, ultimately, you cannot control another person. You can't control a situation. I mean, you can try your best to, I guess, handle it and deal with it gracefully. But really, in the end, you can't control it because you have no idea what the other person is thinking or how something is going to turn out. Therefore, my life truly changed when I decided to focus on my reaction, how I handle it. Meaning, hey, if it all falls apart, if half of it falls apart, or if it goes great, what am I going to do? So that being said, I kind of worked through this in a way to present it to you guys. I went through the process myself of thinking, okay, how do I, how do I secure that kind of um, outcome or process and journey now? And I broke it down to, um, there's a few parts to it. So we'll say to start off with, it is, um, it's protecting your process, right? So what does that mean? You know, we all have to figure out what the best process is for us and how we deal with things when we're looking for a peaceful outcome. And it's kind of like a, it's like a machine. You want to have the process that works for you best, and you should be able to use that process in multiple situations. So once you find what works for you, it's like, if there, again, if there's an issue at work, an issue with your friends, you know, just anything, a situation that is that you see coming about or in the pipeline and you're like, how am I going to deal with this? If you have started to work on your process and, you know, it's going to be some trial and error, but what works best for you, you're going to be able to apply it to each situation. So I'm going to share what my process is and, and hopefully, you know, you can take some of these pieces or some parts of this and hopefully it will work for you or resonate in some in some way of a way that you can kind of, you know, edit or um, 
really kind of customize it for yourself. So let's say starting off with protecting your process. And what does that mean? Well, from the beginning, if you have a process, don't negotiate with yourself, right? So if you know if you know what your plan is on how you're going to handle something, don't negotiate with yourself. Don't start looking at specifics of the situation or whatever's happening with the person and say, okay, like an example of that would be, you know, I, there's some things you don't want to deal with in a relationship. Um, maybe it's, we'll say someone is disrespectful towards you. And you're like, okay, that that's not, it always ends in a mess. They're, they're disrespectful to me or they're rude to me. They hurt my feelings. And then I speak about it and then we get in an argument and then, you know, it just, it just ends up happening again. So what does that mean? Don't negotiate with yourself in that sometimes we'll, we'll look at the situation and say, oh, well, they're having a bad day or, or this is just how they are. So we begin to negotiate basically with what we're willing to accept or not accept based on outside factors. But also, okay, now protecting the process is piece by piece by piece. So in no part of protecting your process should you should you change any of the things that work for you. So for me, the number one piece of this that, again, was life-changing um, is not to take things personal as a default. That's another thing that we say all the time, kind of cliche, don't take it personal. But yet, most of the time, we do take things personal. So you have to be very cognizant of not taking things personal. You have to work on it not being your default reaction. So let's say for that same example, someone's rude to you. What is your immediate what is your immediate thought? Is it, oh my gosh, what did I do? Um, why are they mad at me? Why are they being like this to me? You just you you think about all the ways that you might have played a part. Now I'm not saying to ignore that, not to do a personal inventory, which I spoke about before. But I'm saying that it should not always be your default when something is happening, that it's your fault, that you played a part in it, that you influence in some kind of way, or even that you deserve it. So not taking things personal, right? And if again, if you let if you take things personal from, from the start, that's a direct line to disrupting your piece. That's for sure how your piece is going to be disrupted. So, you know, that being said. One of the best ways, so it's like, okay, how do I not take things personal? Because that's where my mind goes first. All right, so when something comes about, this is the second piece of it, pause. And I'm still working on this piece. So for me, pause is the, is the hardest part. I, I actually don't take things personal, but I'm not great at pausing. Um, so I recommend um, pausing first so that you can get yourself together. And what does that mean? I mean, literally pause, not pause what you're going to say. I mean, pause what you're thinking. Just pause. Take a moment like, okay, hold on. Before I jump in any direction about what's happening, what what I did, what I did or didn't do, you know, why is this person being like this? Why is the situation turning out like this? Pause. Take a second to, or more than a second, uh, you know, a few moments to kind of step outside of the situation, whatever it is. Because, you know, if you, again, if you take it on personally from the from the start, it's, it's so subjective, right? You're only looking at it from your perspective. But if you take, if you pause, so you have to master this pause, step outside of it and try to be as objective as you can. Like try to step outside of yourself and look at the situation as if you, as if you're not the one in it, as if it's someone else. That tactic, I'll go into that, um, that kind of tactic more in the future, but that's what really works for me. So take that time to pause. And again, pause in every way to think about it. Pause in responding pause your own thought process. Once you have paused, 
Okay. And, and the thing is, to me, the biggest part of that is what's most important to me is to, to be, to move in grace, like just gracefully. So to, to not react in the moment and be, be or do something that I don't really want. Um, I'll, I'm going to give a quick example. One of the, um, one of the people I mentor, she recently had a situation. I like to deal with real situation. She recently had a situation where she was dating someone and she found out um, I don't know that he was cheating because they weren't exclusive, but she basically found out that he was um, pretty heavily involved with someone else, which I guess they had discussed wasn't the case. Um, they weren't dating other people. They weren't necessarily in a full-blown relationship, but they were concentrating on each other. So this immediately was going to disrupt her peace. And she didn't follow any of these, not that uh, her and I had discussed it, but um, of course she took it personal. Um, why did he lie to her? Why is this happening? Who is this other person? All the why, why, whys. And then the next, the next move was to, to somehow bring peace to herself. And how was that going to be done? By reacting, by like a full blown reaction, right? By getting into an argument, by driving to his house, by demanding, um, an explanation and, and just wanting to hash it all out. And I under, I understand that part of it. And, and that's definitely due at some point. But I explained to her that in that moment, if she wasn't pausing, she was going to go there with everything on her heart, on her mind, on her chest, all personal, right? So going there and possibly, and mind you, this, this person was not responding to her. So now this interaction that she wanted to have with them was going to be forced. I don't know if we've all been there, but many of us have been there. I know I, I was when in my younger dating years, you know, just forcing a conversation or, or not forcing it, but wanting to have this conversation that it's clear that the other person doesn't want to have. Um, and how does that end? Same way we go there looking for peace, um, trying to kind of react and, and kind of unload. But at the end, when you are forcing that type of situation with someone who's not willing to be a you know an active part in that they're not gonna they're not gonna bring you peace by their answers right because they're not in a space where they're probably not in a space where they're um peaceful at the moment so it ends in an argument most of the time it's things are said that you don't want to say you're you feel even worse you got nowhere other than arguing hurt probably no answers because no one's thinking clearly so I kind of, her and I, after the fact, unfortunately, but we walk through, you know, what do we do next time? That reaction of wanting, you know, wanting to, wanting answers and wanting to unload all of this emotion is 100% normal. I understand that. And I think most of us probably feel that way. However, it is definitely not the way to protect your peace. Why? Because you have to look at it. If you can pause for a moment and say, okay, what process is going to bring me to a peaceful state in the end, or I would even like to say, not bring you to a peaceful state, but we should always, we should always work really hard on being in a peaceful state. So if there's something coming towards us or something that is happening that is going to disrupt our peace, we look at how do I walk, how do I process through this without letting it disrupt my peace? And that definitely would have been for her to pause. Pause. I know, and in that situation, of course, she took it personal, but say, okay. If she needs a conversation with this person, when can she have it when it's going to be beneficial for both of them? When can she have it when it's welcomed? And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, we'll go into that in more detail at some point. <clears throat> but when can she just when can she do it? And maybe she has to consider the fact that it can't be done. Sometimes in a situation, the other person never wants to to discuss it. 
And what do you do in that situation? You can call and text and, and want all these things from them, some kind of response or some kind of feedback. And if they're not willing to give it, then what happens? You're even more frustrated from, from reaching out, for, for looking for answers, for looking for conversation, for looking for engagement, and it never happens, and you're even more frustrated. So what do we do in those processes? It's kind of like it's the same thing. You have to look at what brings you peace. And first, without to not disrupt your peace, you have to be condition yourself to be able to deal with what's happening and not need something from anyone else in order to maintain or bring about peace for yourself. Now that's definitely, I understand in those situations I've been in, well, I don't know if I've been in them myself, but when you need answers, sometimes you won't get them. So that's a, that's a much more intricate process that will take, you know, we can get into that. There's a whole nother episode about that, which will be about, you know, needing closure or how to, how to go about not needing closure. But that being said, it is the process it is the pause. And it is the the last part of this is to not don't give someone permission to disrupt your peace. And what does permission mean? That means stepping outside of your process. That means in that same scenario, again, she needed answers. Her she was putting herself in a situation by calling, by texting, by, you know, driving to his house, demanding to talk to him. She was putting herself in a position position of giving him permission to disrupt her peace. Why? Because she opened that door of needing something from him. And sometimes, again, he didn't have much of a response. And what did that do? It doesn't always mean that someone has to say a lot of things or a situation has to end terribly for it to disrupt your peace. Sometimes nothing can happen, right? There's no response. There's no answers in a situation and that disrupts your peace. But she did put herself in a, in a situation or in a position, unfortunately, that she needed something from him and that and that no response was what ultimately disrupted her peace so again protect your process right the default is don't take things personally and how do you do that by pausing and really looking at not giving someone or a situation permission to disrupt your peace let's say it is um a work. Let's say you're gonna you're looking for um, you're interviewing for a new job, and if this is all you're thinking about, and you're like, you know what? If I don't get this job, just you know, everything everything just is gonna fall apart. I need this. I have to have it. It is. It's great to be positive about things, yes, and and to put things out in the universe, right? But saying that, thinking that this is the only thing that's gonna make things better. That is an automatic way to disrupt your peace. You can't control. You can't control whether you get the job or not, right? And what's meant for you will, is what will happen for you. Maybe not in that moment, but it will ultimately happen for you. So I've been there before. You, you know, it's like, hey, this is what I really want. But if it doesn't, if it does not happen, that means that there is another. There's another opportunity there out there for me. And I'm not saying everything has to be, you know, you know. Uh, perfect and we take everything you know as a blessing i know that sometimes it can be a little bit of a letdown but i don't give i don't give any situations permission to disrupt my peace again even if it's something that i'm lo really looking forward to i'm like you know what i felt like this is for me but i'm i'm confident and faithful that there's something else that's out there for me and i'm not going to let some job that i never had in the first place disrupt my peace and i really do apply this 
as, as often as I can, because, you know, we're all human. There's times that, that I don't pause the way I would like to when I jump into something and I'm like, yeah, I definitely didn't think about my process, you know, during this. Um, but it, it is something that, again, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Again, it should be like a machine. It should be your process. It should be, you know, you, we have to kind of change our emotional triggers and our defaults to all kinds of situations so that we can better handle them. And you have to think, and I literally, even if it means stepping back and saying to yourself, no, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let this disrupt my peace. I'm at a, I'm at a peaceful state. I'm going to look internally how I'm going to handle something, how I'm going to process it. Maybe, maybe it's just the pause. Maybe it's a long pause. Maybe it's a short pause. Maybe you're journaling, whatever it is, you are not taking it personal. And you start to look at things in a different, in a different light. So if you're not taking things personal, sometimes you can, you can look at the situation again, a job and say, you know, this really felt like it was perfect for me. I had three rounds of interviews. I was right there. Okay. Something for whatever it is, something, something didn't work. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. Don't take it personal. It was for someone else. That means that if I took this job, then what's really meant for me is still out there waiting for me. Again, it could be in a, in a, in a relationship, a disagreement, whatever, whatever it is, you're like, okay, even if you know what's going to happen, okay, I know this person is going to do A, B, C, and D. And I know that A, B, C, and D is really going to piss me off. Okay. You can't change the fact that they're going to do A, B, C, and D. Maybe you can change the fact they're only going to do, you know, B and C, whatever it is, you cannot control each piece or reaction or of someone else. You can only, you can only control and work on yourself. So if you know these things are going to piss you off, okay, what can you do for them not to piss you off? Don't take them personal. And even if, and if you have to take it personal, pause, process, you know, you can think about maybe there, maybe you do play a part in, in what's coming to you. Okay. Did you have good intentions? Sometimes, you know, having those honest conversations with yourself, but have the conversations with yourself before you're pushing to have conversations with other people, with the universe, you know, why this, why that can't believe this happened. Have those conversations with yourself, those real conversations. And sometimes your initial reaction is, um, no, you know, I, this is none of this is my fault. This person is a jerk, whatever it is. But sometimes when you look a little further, you're like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe I could have done this a little better in the past. Maybe I could have um, spoke up a little more. Maybe I could have, you know, kind of laid off a little bit more. You know, you can look at your part in it and and process that. And if there's and if there's parts of that that you need to to speak with someone else about or speak to the universe about, good. Cool. That's great. We all need to get to that point. But you need to have those real conversations with yourself and you need to peel back all those layers of hey, maybe the biggest problem is why do you take things personal? Figure out why you take them personal. Why do it because if every situation you take very personally, that's hundred percent an inside job. And that's really in, you know, it, at the end of it, protecting your peace and being the person who knows they are responsible for their peace is a 100% inside job. So remember that don't look to the outside again. Don't look to the universe before you do anything, look at yourself and have, have gentle, gentle, real conversations with yourself. I'm 
I always, I always, always, always promote that no matter what you're going through, have those conversations. Um, I'm going to have a next episode, a kind of a part two of this that is about projection. And that would be about when we are, when we take things personal or when we let personal things kind of project onto others or when we let other people project their mess onto us. So I hope you join me for that one as well. Thanks.